Welcome back to the Horseman's Corner. I'm Howard Hale, host of the program. And here on the second half of the program, going to do something a little bit different. That's with a couple of folks who are involved with breeding horses and have some sales coming up. First one is Gordon Jameson, Jameson Ranch at Quinter, Kansas. And uh, you do have that sale coming up. You do have a sale coming up. What's the dates, Gordon? October 8th, and then we have a preview on the 7th and show all the horses, but uh, actual sale day is October 8th. Is that on the Internet as well as uh, people there in person? Yes, uh, it's on the Internet. Uh, DV Auction will carry the sale live, and uh, then we also have phone bidding and uh, take orders and do everything we can to help people out. How long have you guys been raising quarter horses? You know, AQHA just sent me a 30-year certificate that I've been registering colts. So we've been doing at least that long, and I have a feeling we had some years ahead of that when I didn't register colts and still had horses, but at least 30 years. What's the uh, thrust of your program? Where's it going now? Well, we've always been just a cattle ranch, uh, primarily cattle ranching, and so we we like horses that will work a cow and are, are made to be a ranch horse, bred to be a ranch horse. So our program is, is geared around ranch horses, and we stir in a little speed for the performance world, and uh, we sell more and more horses to the recreational market every year, so... Uh, this position is hugely important, and so we're just uh, kind of following the, the trends uh, in our clientele. What are some of the bloodlines that you have in your program? You know, our primary bloodline, uh, we've, we've concentrated on the old driftwood horses, uh, an old foundation bloodline, and uh, almost uh, every mayor in our band would at least have some driftwood in her, and most of our studs also have some driftwood, but we do outcross with some uh, more uh, cutting horse bloodlines. Uh, you know, the Colonel Freckles uh, blood is stirred in really well, and uh, everybody's got a lot of dock bar, and we do as well. And then we've also got uh, some Blue Valentines and uh, Hancock red horses. What size horse, then, are you producing with some of that cutting blood in there? Well, our, our average straight across the board is going to be 15 hands, but we will have some from 14-1 up to an occasional 16-hand horse, but those big ones are rare. And, and we try to keep that size right around the 15-15-1, and we like a lot of bone and durability and a big foot. And so uh, we, we have horses that are probably a little bigger than the traditional cutting horse market. Yeah, but that 14-1, 2 hand horses are really good for some of the older folks. Is, is Does that kind of fit you now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what fits me. And uh, one of the guys that helps me uh, with some of the sale calls is just commenting today. He said, is every horse buyer in all the world past 65 years old and wanting a shorter horse and a gentle horse they can get on easily. And I said, well, that's the majority of the calls we get. But uh, I think uh, the younger guys, uh, the true cowboys, they, they don't call this early, and, and they 
tend to just show up and buy what they want. When it comes to uh, the horses that you have in the sale, there are a lot of riding horses in this sale, isn't there? Yeah, uh, 40-some. So that's kind of the heart of the the sale is the riding horses. But uh, there's 50 weanlings, and uh, they they work well together. You know, we get a pretty good crossover. Some people will buy both. On those uh, on those riding horses, are there any in there that fit what you were talking about for the old guys that want that shorter, gentler horse? Yeah, uh, probably about a third of the riders will fit that category. Uh, a third will be uh, a little bit more performance-oriented with just a bit more zip and, and sting than the older gentlemen are going to want. And then a third of them, all they're lacking is time and experience. You know, they're just young, three- and four-year-olds, and, and they just need to be seasoned before they're safe for everybody. How about the uh, training program that you have? Who handles that? Well, we have a, a crew of young guys that have started our coach for quite a few years, and some of them, uh, they'll start them all at two-year-olds and ride them oh, 30 to 60 days as a two, and then we'll turn them out, and then they're ridden again pretty extensively as threes. And we do sell quite a number of those threes. Then others will elect to uh, take on and, and ride in their four-year-old year. And so the, the same crew has, has started our horses for quite a few years, and we're capitalists. Uh, we, we figure a program where... Uh, I put a base price on it, and then they get the next so many dollars, and then we share beyond that. So uh, the better the horse and the better he sells, the more money they make, and it works good for me too. Well, where you have some ranch work for these horses, and I, most of these horses that are riders have some ranch work on them, don't they? Yeah, we try to have ranch work on every horse that sells, and uh we're doing a lot of roping and sorting with the horses right now. I've had a couple of people that come in, have for the last 10 years, same people that come in and help us prepare for the sale. And basically that's what they're doing every day is, is riding these horses, roping on these horses. Uh, we do some arena riding, but we also do a lot of outside riding. And they're roping on these horses every day. Kind of like you would in a pasture. We don't rope out of the box. We'll just put a set of steers in in a big arena or a big pen and uh, head and heel them out there like you would in the pasture. Well, those horses, though, uh, if they're good at doing that and if some of them have enough uh, speed, wouldn't take much to turn them into arena horse, would it? Nothing at all. You know, the ranch life is the very best foundation you can possibly have to make a good arena horse. What age do you like to sell them at? In other words, how long do you ride them on the ranch there? Economically, you you got to kind of sell these horses by the time they're five years of age. Uh, but there are so many buyers that want a, a, just a true seasoned horse that's five to ten years of age and some even older than that. So we're always scouting around for horses that people have bought uh, from us as weanlings or maybe as a broke horse. And, you know, their daughter went off to college and 
numerous reasons, but whenever we can, we'll try and buy back some of those older horses and put them in our sale just to keep that market active. Well, I saw one horse listed in your sale. It was being sold. Uh, the person bought it as a weanling, but uh, age and health issues have caught up with them and had to move the horse. That kind of thing occurs from time to time. It does, and that's, that's what we really like to find. Uh, and it's an incentive for people to buy these weanlings when they know that they can play with them several years and use them, and then if they do want to sell them back uh, through our sale, we're always glad to have them. So uh, it, it works good for all of us. How many uh, studs do you have there? It looks like uh, quite a few. What, do you pasture breed them? We do. We, we pasture breed them exclusively and we keep about 12 studs here on the ranch and uh, a few of them don't work very hard but we just like to have plenty in case there's uh, a breakdown somewhere along the line well the uh, so each stud does not have a very big band of mares no but uh, we do run up to 15 mares uh, in some bands and you know a stud that, that makes a full house. 15 to 20, I think, is all that a, a stud could probably handle realistically. So uh, the smaller bands uh, will only have uh, seven or eight mares in them that all of the studs will have from the seven or eight up to the 15 to 20. Well, kind of an interesting program that you uh, that you have there. You still do some riding yourself? I do. I, I ride nearly every day. I'm 71 years old, and uh, I know if I would ever quit, I'd stiffen up and probably wouldn't be able to. And so I, I feel it, and I do my share of complaining. But one nice thing about riding these horses, I can sure talk them to the people that are my age and want the type of horses that I enjoy riding. Well, yeah, you know what you know what the older folks need because you're in that older folks group. You're exactly right, and I I am pretty careful what I do right. I think I've broken nearly every bone in my body somewhere along the line, and so I, you know, I, I make sure before I get on, I know what he's going to do, and there's still surprises. There's no such thing as a problem-free everything. Things happen, but... Uh, Any mares in the riding horses that you have in the sale? Yes, uh... We have, uh, I think we just have five mares in the sale, and, and they are good. They're, they're some of our better horses. And for people that like to save a little money, they don't sell as high as the gildings, and the quality is sure there. And I've often wondered why uh, we don't see more people buying mares and maybe spaying them, because there is a huge difference between what mares bring and gildings bring of equal quality. And so I don't know, maybe that's a trend that needs to be looked into in the future. Well, Gordon, it's it's an interesting program, as I said, that you have there, and sure one that's been tried on the ranch, so you know what kind of horses you're producing, been doing it for the last uh, uh, 30 years. But anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked you about? One thing we do try to do, uh, you know, this is an on-the-ranch sale, and they are our horses. It's not a consignment sale. And we do try to offer a guarantee that goes beyond, uh, you know, what most horse sales can offer because uh, these horses have been 
seasoned here on our own ranch, and, and we know them personally. And, and not every horse works out for the buyers. We sure acknowledge that. And it, if people get a horse home and, and he isn't uh, working out uh, to their satisfaction, well, then we'll make an adjustment or take the horse back. So that's probably one of the things that sets us well, sometimes folks uh, buy a Ferrari when what they need is a Volkswagen Bug. You are exactly right. <laughs> so they don't all work out. Gordon Jameson, Jameson Ranch at Quinter, Kansas, and they do raise some good horses. You folks stay tuned. Going to have more for you here on the Horseman's Corner in just a moment. You are listening to the Horseman's Corner. This is a good time to invite you to go to some of the websites that Hale Broadcasting provides. That's horsemanscorner.com, cattlemanscorner.com, and agsearch.us. All involved one way or the other with agriculture. And if you want agricultural information, they are good places for you to go, including sales that are coming up. That's agsearch.us, cattlemanscorner.com, and horsemanscorner.com. Hope you'll visit. If you're tired of a stock trailer that just doesn't make the cut or handle the tough jobs like it should, then you should come by Bunkhouse Trailer Sales in Mitchell, Nebraska, and check out the new line of Big Ben trailers in stock now. Half tops, dog boxes, saddle boxes, and so many other features, it's hard to name them all. Built to last with great features every cattleman can appreciate. If you can't stop by, give us a call, 308-623-9955, or check us out online, bunkhousetrailersales.com. 